Hi guys. Hi guys. Oh my God, we're back. We are back. We're actually at episode three already. Episode three. Hello everybody. Hello. Yeah. Do you all remember us? Yes, I'm Dan. I'm Rebecca. I'm Stella. And I'm Adib. We have Adib who is patching in. Yes. That's right. Yes. What, because can we give home. a little bit of a context of where we are right now? Totally. And, and oh, what's yes. happening in the world right now? And what's happening to yes. the Podscape podcast? Actually, the world has changed a lot since the last time we met yes. and recorded the, la- the first it episode. It felt like a long time ago, doesn't it? Yes. It does, eh? It was so pre-COVID. It was pre-COVID and post-COVID. Now, life seems to be before yes. COVID, after COVID. Yeah, and we're still in the COVID era right now. <laughs> yeah. Era. Oh my yes. God, I hope it doesn't become an era. <laughs> no, but it is quite interesting right, to see what has been going on. Mm-hmm. And then it has also been challenging for us to roll with the punches or so exactly. in the last few weeks. Exactly, because uh, Stella, the mm. pop-up has been cancelled, right? For yes, I think when we popped up the first weekend, you know, just starting to get the news and then come second weekend, there yeah. were a lot of measures put in. In fact, I think Friday night, if I recall, for second weekend, we had to then limit to 250 packs mm. and below. Mm. So, but we still rode it, you know, we still went ahead, mm-hmm. took the, the necessary measures. Mm. Unfortunately, the last weekend, mm. um, we had to cancel it because mm. uh, it's limited to 10 packs or less. Mm. Um, so we couldn't, you know, so we had to cancel the last weekend. Mm. But we have had many, many stories collected. Mm. And yes, I think that's very, amazing. very interesting ones. At least you had two sessions, yes. right? And yes, then you managed did. to collect stories on uh, both weekends. Mm-hmm. So at least today, we can we are able to share some of the stories. It's still a blessing in disguise. I think you should still be proud of yourself and your <laughs> team yes. for yes. pulling it off. Yes, the yes. team behind and Shop House & Co. The set is really, very gorgeous. It's very happy. It's like a happy space. Yeah. Mm. It's beautiful. I think that's that's been the response for those of you. Thank you so much, uh, you know, residents and community of Bukit Panjang and different ones who wrote into us um, Mm. for coming by and and just encouraging us to press on and like, hey, just keep rolling on. So I think mixed feelings, really. Mm. Yeah. Adip, any any thoughts? Adip was was on the ground Mm. for quite a bit the first weekend. Yeah. I think it it was challenging for the first, for the second week, especially like you shared, right? Because of all the measures. But I think the team did a great job. And I think Bukit Panjang residents was very enthusiastic, which was really heartwarming. Mm. And we had all sorts of stories from the young, from the seniors. We have people sharing our stories in English, Malay, Chinese dialect, right? So some of this, Actually, as much as possible, we're going to feature these in the episode 3, 4, 5, and 6. So I think that it's not ideal because we have to cancel one pop up, but I think we're still going to have a good show for the next four episodes. I think that's, that's what's happening yeah. right now. Right? Yeah. So I'm very thankful that there is this podcast element to yep. Podscape and that the show mm-hmm. can still go on for another four yes. more episodes. Yes. Yeah. Literally. That's the beautiful thing about it. So Podscape is about the sounds, right? And the stories of the neighbourhood. Mm. And I think we're all mm-hmm. very privileged and happy to be able to come together again uh, in this episode to to like go on this audio journey. Yes. And then to, mm-hmm. to listen to some of the stories that have been collected on the ground. I'm so excited to hear them. Yeah. What have yeah, you collected? So I think it's not just yeah, it's not just stories, but I think one of the activities that we had during the pop up right is this six soundscape that was created by Zeming. Mm. I think in episode two we introduced Zeming some sound artists for this edition of Popscape. Mm. So she created these sounds. We actually featured them uh, on site, and then we got the residents to guess what these sounds were. So there were oh. six of them. So I think for today, how about this? Let's listen to two soundscapes. Right, purely oh, inspired yes. from old newspaper clippings. Okay, and then wow. uh, 
I I already know these sounds lah, so they're not fair, right? So why don't you all guess the sound? How about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Let's yeah. let's go. Let's, let's, let's try. Have a okay, let's have a listen. <laughs> challenge, challenge, challenge. Okay, okay, let's yes. try. You know what is it? What is it? Lao Shi, can I answer? No, I want to first unpack what I hear. What are the elements that I hear? Okay, I think that's very interesting. Okay, so at first I hear like people, like little kids' voices. Very crowded. Yeah, so it must be a space of people with people, right? Then later I hear like machinery, like sounds of machine. Then after that, I hear a bit of a tracking. Then I heard an anthem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what did you hear, Rebecca? It sounds like uh, old school because it sounds like the old school projector. Yes. Uh, yeah. Right? I think it sounds like a theatre law or a cinema. Mm, correct or not? Is it? A, my guess is it's a theatre. Wow. <laughs> Quite good. <laughs> Do you know the name? Do you know the name of the theatre? <laughs> don't correct know. Right? To be honest, I don't know any names of any theatres mm. in Bukit Panjang. Is I didn't it even, a theatre in Bukit I didn't Bukit even Panjang? know Bukit Panjang got theatre. Yes. And this soundscape is actually from Singhua Theatre oh, and this, where did this it used I am to be showing uh, uh, Rebecca and Dan the pictures oh. of the theatre ah. yeah because actually uh, actually, uh, one of the biggest complaints I have as a Bukit Panjang resident is that how come we don't have a cinema, cinema. yes even oh today yes. yeah even we today we recorded so many of that comments from the <laughs> well everybody was like, hey, the MPs the are they listening <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> Golden Village Golden Village so this where, is where was this theatre and what happened to it Adi, you want to tell uh, everyone okay, the so story for Singapore? Okay, so the sound that you heard inspired by a photo that we found in National Archives uh, where it showed the theatre in the 1960s. Yeah? Mm. And this theatre oh. is actually at a road that's called Lorong Atia. Which ha. doesn't exist. Lorong Atia. Uh. No, Look. this is the thing. Lorong Atia still exists in Bukit Panjang. Oh. Guess what? OMG! Yeah, right, <laughs> it's right beside Bukit Panjang MRT Station. There's a small street that's called Lorong Atia, and that's where Singwa Theatre used to be. Can oh you believe God, that? Oh my God, so fascinating. Oh, and OMG. the residents, some of them are who are living uh-huh. in Bukit Panjang, they actually watch movies there, isn't it? Are they, they told us. Yes, I know, right? Yeah, so, so another thing we learned, right, is that other than the screening of commercial movies, this theatre also sometimes films to raise funds for the community. Wow. Like, yeah, it's amazing, right? And this was in the yeah, 1960s. Yeah, 60s and 70s. So it's, it was there. So it wasn't even too much earlier, like 1940s, 1960s, yeah. 1960s and 1970s. Uh. What's interesting was that we, like Stella mentioned, right, we actually met some of the older generation of residents mm-hmm. who had memories of going to this theatre. <laughs> Ah, 
OMG! <laughs> hey, her boyfriend, ex-boyfriend, now husband, is yeah. very good at chasing after girls. Eh? Wow, lihai lah, this uncle. Okay, so the auntie was saying that uh, when she used to go and watch a movie with her ex-boyfriend, mm. who is now her husband, mm. right? And then the husband, uh, the ex-boyfriend, uh, the boy, the boyfriend at that time told her that I will bring you to watch movies at all 52 cinemas across the island. And he did, right? <laughs> and he did. And he yeah. did. And can you imagine? the love story. Yeah, it's amazing, right? It's so romantic. And the, the other thing I was like quite fascinated was like, wow, Singapore back then had 52 cinemas. Le. Yeah, <laughs> Do we have 52 now? <laughs> and I'm just thinking like, now we how have big multiplexes. is a- Right. Like cineplexes. What do you mean? What's the mount? What do Cineplex you mean? you know, like last time, uh, Junction Ten, like um, Yishun Ten, uh-huh. right? It's, it was the first cinema where they had like ten, ten smaller halls in uh, one correct. cinema. So instead of a standalone cinema, now we have always like a few different, you know. So you sc- get screens. ten screens, right? Mm. In uh, oh, one cinema, multiplex. like multiplex. Yeah. Whereas right. in the past, I remember growing up in Clementi, we have the famous Empress Cinema. Ah. So it was literally just one screen. Yes, one it was theater. one cinema. I remember watching Jaws and then. Yes. First time when uh, they had a three D, like Cape also Capital, yes, and Capital Theatre, mm, standalone yes. one. Stand-alone. I think we are quite lucky, you know, because we were still born quite early enough to mm. catch like the old theaters. Mm. I remember I used to go to the Clementi one. Mm. Yes. And there used to be like a KFC outside. Yeah, then they had sometimes old a bowling alley. It's bowling alleys, yes, that's yeah, right. And the tickets they still use like they used to tear, right? And, and then they, they had a chalk. Yeah. Yes. So we all experienced that. Right? Oh, and also very times. dirty though. The dirty I don't Cockroaches remember. Like, so stuff. young, we don't <laughs> beats everywhere on the floor. Kachang and all that. The kachang kachang kute kute <laughs> they should totally bring back the kachang. Fifty two cinemas, yo guys. Yeah, but you know that was a totally different era where there's no Netflix, no on demand entertainment, exactly. right? So going to the cinema was a big affair. It yes. was where most people go to date. Yes. Hey, that's where my parents met. You know, mm. outside uh, outside the theater, really in Queenstown. Wow. It seems like cinema is really a favorite place for dating because there is also another story that we collected. Mm. This is written okay. uh, was shared by one of the residents. Her name is uh, Mary, mm. and Mary has lived in Bukit Panjang for thirty years, and she has this to share as well. She first went to uh, Singhua Theater, also then boyfriend, now husband, in nineteen seventy seven. That's forty three years ago. In fact. That's amazing, right? And so she had this story to, to, to share that was quite interesting. La. She said that that time, they only had $1 between them. Mm. $1 left between them, they went and watched a movie because ticket alone those days was quite expensive. It's 30 cents per ticket, she told us. Oh. So between them, they spent 60 cents out of a dollar mm-hmm. and maybe like 20 cents by kacang putih. <laughs> <laughs> and then 20 cents to... Maybe they even have money to walk back. One dollar. So she back. did accept him lah. The yeah, they're married. Oh. <laughs> hey, thank, thank goodness to, for all these cinemas, you know, brought a lot of people together, you know. Yeah. The older generation. <laughs> A lot of them, when they hear Zooming's uh, clip, mm. you know, you can see their face light up. The wow, smiles, so nice. their eyes. And know. they remembered. And they remembered. Yeah. yeah. Lovely, so, lovely. I, I think love all these little stories. Like, I mean, really quite amazing. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they are not even groundbreaking stories. Mm-hmm. It's just very no, ordinary, everyday stories. Mm-hmm. But there's something so touching about them. Very heartwarming. Think. Yeah, I love that first soundscape. So, we have another soundscape to share, right? Yes, there's another one. Uh-huh. Okay. And are we supposed we, to we guess? We get to guess again, right? <laughs> yeah, guess again. Okay. Is it more difficult?
Wow, this one, I don't <laughs> think it's as easy as the first I one. I thought it was a farm. No, it's got chickens. I heard chickens. Then later I thought, okay, market lah. Then later I heard people clapping. Why got people clapping at market Sorry. one? Then got people cheering. <laughs> oh, is it last time markets used to have like performance? <laughs> the chickens will perform, right? Yeah. <laughs> then the people will clap. We don't know, ma. Mm. I have no idea. I have no what, idea. What do you think it is? What, what do you think people I are think clapping? I think it's something that we don't have anymore in Singapore. Is it? Mm. It's a show. Well, when do you think they were clapping? When do you think they were clapping? Performance There's law? a performance law. There's a show uh, of chickens. <laughs> um, <laughs> something like a zoo, mini zoo, old school zoo. Oh, maybe the, the chickens were performing. And how, then how can people, chickens perform? I don't know. <laughs> chicken, like I don't a, like chicken. Like a rooster fight or, you know, oh. um, yeah, a hand fight. fight uh, I don't okay, know. please. And, and like, like Thailand or those, yeah, those, correct. <laughs> those cities. What, right? what, what is, is it? it? It's, also, it's not so dramatic where right? the chickens fight. Like, eh? <laughs> it was actually an agri-horticultural show oh. held at Bukit Panjang Community Centre. What is a horticultural show? What is that? <laughs> hey, hey. Uh, what is yeah, that? Right? Yeah, okay. I, have, I have in Can front I of me, right? Uh, I have in front of me a newspaper article from 4th August 1955. Okay, I'm going to read to you mm. about what, what this show is all about. About 25,000 people attended the two-day Bukit Panjang show, the majority being farmers of the district. 25,000, huh? Mm. The exhibition was divided into four sections. Oh. Agri-horticultural, Arts and crafts, demonstration, and entertainment. Okay. Government departments and commercial firms took part giving demonstrations to farmers on modern methods of farming, plant and crop care, animal and poultry breeding. Oh. Modern farming machinery and fertilizers and animal fodder were on show, and nobody was overlooked. There oh. were even advice for cup breeders. Ah, nice. So when so was it? A very massive agricultural show in. 25,000 packs. 1955, right? So back when we were still, we still had a lot of farmers. Actually, this was before independence though. Mm. Yeah, this before independence. And this exhibition was opened by Mr. David Marshall, our chief minister. (gasps) The photo that is in front of you guys. Oh, that's him. That's him. David Marshall. Oh, so these are the plants in the photos. Mm Mm-hmm. Very oh, interesting. Yeah. That's why so I was half right, lah. This doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. In Singapore. <laughs> yeah, so half right, so got performance, right? Got display. So kind of correct. Mm. But I don't think there were chickens fighting, lah. I don't think so. <laughs> did anybody you interview, right, uh, during the pop-up, did they mention about this show? Actually, not the show itself. Uh, but I think what was interesting was we have collected a lot of stories about their life in the farm, in the kampong days, they were talking about different stories, right? I think there were like quite a large mm. majority of residents currently living in Bukit Panjang who were actually uh, early settlers. You know, they, they settled yes. in because they used to live in the farms. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, so that we had a lot of that story. And I think in episode one or two, we did talk about how Bukit Panjang started in Bukit Panjang village mm. and all the farmers who who originated from Bukit Panjang village became part of the new Bukit Panjang HDB. So we got a lot of stories from the, the farm, people who had families there, people who passed by there. So let's listen to a few. I think there are some interesting ones. Mm. So let's play. Some of them are in Mandarin, some of them are English. So okay. let's, let's listen. Okay, let's, let's hear. No, they just talk about them. They are in the middle of the middle of the middle so they were talking about the farm life, la. Yes. You know, uh, there was a lot of agricultural activity back then, and that was uh, the way they, you know, uh, 
make a living lah. Yeah, especially mm. in Bukit Panjang. Now mm. I now I am actually very curious about when all the farming started to get farmed out. You know, as in mm. when when it started to stop. Mm. Right, because we used to mm. uh, kind of depend on agriculture a lot more in Singapore, right? Mm. Well, I guess you know, like we transition from an agricultural society, you know, uh, into manufacturing, right? It's the industrial uh, industrialization of Singapore. So I guess it's being phased out, lah. Mm. You know, it's natural, lah. Mm. Are there more stories? There I, are I actually. Hear. There, there are stories. In uh, we have one in English and one in Mandarin. So why don't we just play them? Ichenzongsia Actually, um, maybe in the 70s, I used to come here visit my uncle who lives across. This is, I think this is Bukit Panjang Chenhua area. He used to stay at the other side, which is a farm area. So I remember fondly how Buk- Upper Bukit Timah is divided. The Chikoche, which is the seven miles, which is where the, I think where the beauty world is. And then you go further down where Hillview is. And then where, I think now that's where Hillview MRT is. It used to be a chartered bank. And it's big sideboard if you drive past. It's big, fre- big strong, big strong and friendly. Then you go further down, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gone now. It's all gone now. Then you go further down, Chapkochil, which is ten mile, where the railway is ten mile. And then maybe here is about t- between ten to eleven mile. Yeah. So he used to live across the. This is on the left. If I'm coming from Beauty World, he used to live on the left side. And this whole stretch is farmland. He doesn't own own a farm, but I still remember when we were young, my sibling he used to go to his place to learn cycling. Oh. Yeah, so it's a treat to all of us, huh? And his, his neighbor on the right side, I still remember, has a chicken farm. So we go there and play. And one of my cousins married a chicken farm owner. <laughs> one of the sons. Wow, so cute, so interesting. interesting. Hey, not not only at cinemas okay, and theaters, okay. Farms you can also even meet on farms. Yes, back yeah, then. Yeah, farm, cycling, farm. I didn't forget Tinder and all these apps, lah. Yeah, yeah, just was, go to go to a farm. Correct. You know, more romantic. You can you can lie <laughs> under the sky and watch the stars together. Mm. Like the auntie in Chinese, I should say. Sanpa is it like uh, like a like farm? forest? Forest. No. Some the far is like yeah forest yeah uh. that's why she was trying to say that kilikulu means the sound of a frog <laughs> yes I love that isn't it yes 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 in fact I think this auntie if I remember her for the first weekend she was amazing she's a uh, very old I think she's, she's probably about in her seventies or eighties hmm. and she was you know like her face just lit up when she hear the sound and she really enjoyed talking to the team and hmm. she came back even after to say tianqi很热你们喝水吧 oh. and she bought like uh, tea mm. for taping for 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 the team and for our artists. Oh, she's so sweet. So cute. Yeah. So we were so like, heartwarming. Oh. Eh. Yes, totally. Yeah, I really hope that this COVID situation, right? Mm-hmm. If it has, you know, if it gets better, the potscape uh, can come back again. Pop up again. Yes. Can pop up again yeah. in the neighborhood. I think that that really is the vision because stories connect, right? I mean, how yeah. powerful it, does, it is eh? even has us listening to this yeah. again. Yeah. Right? And and for your hearing the mm. sound bites yeah. for the first mm. time. 
You know, yeah. some, some bits of it I can even feel like I have goosebumps. goosebumps yeah. It's yeah. very strange because these stories are so simple like we said yes. just now, but they can be so uplifting. Exactly. You don't need a, a very magical story, mm. you know, to inspire us. Mm-hmm. I'm just wondering like for the auntie who, um, you know, opened up her heart and, you know, mm. uh, her mind to share these lovely memories of hers, right? Mm. That was so true and real and from a long time ago yeah. to a bunch of um, y- a, a younger generation who is willing to listen. Mm. Yes. I think it must be so heartwarming for her too yes. that she actually went to buy drinks for you <laughs> exactly. guys. Yeah, I think a lot of our team members, uh, you know, some of them who, uh, who, who, who came forward to help us out on that day, they also told us, you know, a lot of them are in their, I don't know, like early 20s. Mm. Mm. And they were finding very interesting to hear, the, you know, this sort of stories. And some of them they even told me that, oh, I think I should go back and talk to my grandparents and yes. ask them about where have they lived. Yes. In their younger days, you know, yes. about like do they bring their grandma to watch movies in theatre? Mm. So this is one of the ripple effect that we felt like, hey, you know, um, it really can bring people together mm. when people begin mm. to hear these stories mm-hmm. before they disappear. Actually, actually, so, one of yeah. my favorite things to do, like um, my grandmother and my mom, they do not sing lullaby to me. But one of the most calming things that um, I, I enjoyed when I was a kid was listening to all the stories that my grandmother had. Like mm. the World War II days mm. or her kampong days, mm. you know, like things that she used to do when things were simpler. It felt like stories from a different world. Mm. And hearing all these stories about the cinema that's long gone, the farms, you know, the battery factory. Mm. I mean, I've never seen all these, mm. but they existed at one point in time. So yes. I think if we have the chance, right, we should go and ask our grandparents about their stories. I'm very glad that my before my grandparents passed, right, mm. I actually brought like a video cam. That was 10 years ago. Mm. And I went to their house to interview them. Oh. So I still have the, the clips. Right. Mm. So they were, they tell me, they told me about how they fell in love. Mm. <laughs> they met in a bar. <laughs> wow. Super happening for those days, right? Mm. Yeah. And then like, uh, what they went through during the World War, how much they love Lee Kuan Yew. Mm. Yes. Yeah. So I'm, I'm glad that mm. I managed to do that before the both of them passed mm. away. Yeah. I remember one day I discovered a, a sound recording by chance, oh. really. And, and my granddad had already passed on for maybe about 15 to 18 years mm. later. And I found that he had a recording with National Archive about oh. his days being a businessman in Singapore from, I think it was like pre the, during the war, mm. before right. war. And about him being a migrant, basically. He mm. immigrated here. Describing his life in Boat Key and that. And imagine 18 years after he passed, you know, all my cousins and our family member, and we get to hear his voice. We literally had like goosebumps and all of us just felt like, wow. You know, the younger cousins who don't really remember Akong then mm. could, could just like, oh, so this is his story now. Mm. You know, we had a chance to, and he felt very alive as if he was sitting in the room and telling us. So there is oh something dear. very powerful about, about recording, about recording yeah. and about documenting. Stories. Yeah. Mm. So it isn't just the past, you know. I think um, uh, a lot of the time we just thought that, you know, stories refers to the past, right? But I think there, are, there were also stories collected about our present days, isn't it, Adip? Yeah, so I think what we collected was interesting. So we had that space that we just heard, right, of our long-gone era. And then there was this other batch of stories where it was just about the emergence of the HDB town. And mm. I think there was a nice transition that we, we collected a lot of these stories. And the stories that we collected in this category were actually residents who have been living there for 
20, 30 years, I think, yeah, and they have very interesting memories of this change that happened in Bukit Panjang. Yeah, so maybe let's, let's try and listen to some of the stories and arise to our present day Bukit Panjang. Yeah, let, let's give it a listen. Oh, diorang cakap Bukit Panjang ni semua macam tempat gym bertendang lah. Tak ini kan semua kan. Saya dah pen- Tapi perubahan dia cepat kan. Naik membangun apa semua. Pasar dah ada sekarang. Masjid ada. Habis shopping centre ada. Lagipun um, apa nak pergi mana semua senang lah. Bas pun dekat. Saya punya rumah lagi dekat dengan bus stop. Main road. Nak pergi mana, nak pergi ocean, nak pergi gelang, nak pergi apa, semua boleh. LRT ada, MRT ada, boleh tukar-tukar sekarang downtown kan, dekat Bukit Panjang Plaza tu kan. Ini very convenient lah for me. Kalau I nak, anak-anak I pun kalau pindah pun semua cari dekat sini. Okay, so her first statement right, was ah. that it's a place that literally ya, uh, where the genies were kicking around. What, I know it sounds very what are genies? <laughs> How do you spell genie? Genie lah, genie lah. Huh? You know like Aladdin genie? Genie, like a gene, oh. genie. Yeah, yeah, okay so... I don't know the origins of this phrase, but I imagine that the reason this phrase came about is that nobody wants to be in this area, that only the genes would want to hang out here. Oh, oh wait, wait, spirits. you do not is mean it, that it's like haunted. Not haunted, not haunted. Oh, that, okay, it's, a sp- uh, it's so quiet that nobody speech. wants to Right, right, right. Out. Yes, yeah, and the only things that are going to hang out there are actually the genes, yeah. So, yeah, I'm 36 this year, so I've been living here since, I, I can't really remember, maybe three years old or something. So I witnessed the first shopping centre coming up, Bukit Panjang Plaza. <laughs> yeah, so later on the LRT came, that was in... I think I was secondary three, 1998 or 1999. I could actually take it to school because I was studying in Chua Chukang area also. There was even a voting session where you have to go and go to the LRT, no, go to the community centre, choose the LRT colour that you want. I think the part that, that, um, that I was really fascinated mm-hmm. was when she shared about how there was this voting for the colour of the LRT. <laughs> yes. Mm. So that was quite interesting. She mm. said, you know, they, they actually went down, you know, very, very... She was in secondary school then, you know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Then, and, and yeah, she, she has been living in Bukit Panjang for 30 years. Mm. Yeah. Wow. So she was very excited to share her entire... So when, when we first approached her, she was like, oh, I don't have anything interesting to share with Bukit Panjang. Uh-huh. But the more we spoke to her, the more we asked her questions, then she... Like, you can hear in her voice, right? That, oh yeah, I remembered. I was so excited about this shopping mall but LRT I think that's the whole point of us yeah. yes. and, and she can correct us remember I did we were talking to her said oh so and then I, I asked her about something I think it was about dairy farm and she said that part actually is not Bukit Panjang <laughs> 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 it's beyond already it's interesting to hear about people who experience kind of like the transition or the evolution of the town yes so I think in yeah. a way you don't take the new stuff for granted like yeah. You're like, yeah. oh my god, we didn't used to have a LRT, but now we do. Yes. And life is so much more convenient now. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I think the last the last soundbite is uh, Dr. Theo Hopin, is the MP of Bukit Panjang and also the mayor of Northwest District. I think since the upgrading of the town center about three years ago, I think this town center has been transformed into an art street. So I've actually upgraded the town centre you know, into an art street. It used to be a very dirty, <laughs> a lot of uh, canvas, uh, you know, uh, strings are all over the places. Whenever it rained, it was quite messy. Like. So we tidy up the whole place. I cover the whole place you now with a big covering way. You can see there's a big covering way over it. And I actually built better free through all the whole flooring. So you find that a lot of uh, 
seniors with the motorized scooters, they actually can move around, those wheelchair can move around. We widen the path. So I think it becomes a, a, a magnet to draw a lot of people, not only in Bukit Panjang, outside Bukit Panjang. Fun fact, so he was the first person we interviewed in Portscape. First person. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So he was just walking by, we were setting up, he was just walking by and he was like, oh, what is this thing? And after oh. I introduced the project, yeah, and after I introduced the project, he was like, oh, yeah, why don't I share my story? I've been here for 24 years. Wow. Thank you, Dr. Teo, for being our first person to... Yes record that post. Wow. Well, I feel like, you know, like, I like, wow. <laughs> you know. And I, I feel like he's like, being the mayor, right? He's mm. like playing the Sims. Mm. Right? He's like, okay, now I shall add an art street. Yeah, Actually, yes. the art street, we were there. We, the art street is the one that, remember, we walking down. We saw the lady painting. Yes. yes. After our first recording, we went into the bookstore mm-hmm. and uh-huh. Rebecca was sharing how the incense store um, that's that's the street that we were at. Right. Uh, the shelter and all the, the shops and uh, the colourful houses. A lot of people call it the upslope market. Yes. Oh, really? <laughs> now, now rebranded. Thanks to Dr. Teo, this whole now it's called area street. is Art Street. Art Street. <laughs> Okay, so it was really fun to really tune into all these exciting, interesting um, stories, right? And fragments mm-hmm. of uh, memories. So thank you guys for, you know, sharing your story so wholeheartedly. It was really interesting to tune in and listen. And we hope that it brought you a little bit of a heartwarming uh, feeling and joy. Yes, so, we have mm. more actually. So in the next episode, right, we'll hear more about like what makes like Bukit Panjang so lovable. <laughs> Oh. To everyone yes. That they all come out Enthusiastically To share their stories mm-hmm. On a positive note Is keep following us yeah, Because yeah, yeah. we keep have more us. stories For you Exactly We yeah. have three more episodes To come And more exciting stories To share with and you And this is the perfect time Right We're all staying home mm-hmm. Yes So continue to stay healthy Stay safe And let's hope The Podscape podcast Adds a little bit of joy Mm-hmm. as you stay at home and mm-hmm. keep you connected. Yes, let's stay connected, guys. So, for those of you who have not tuned in and somehow you stumbled upon this, you know where to find us. It's on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Or you can actually check out our social media pages mm-hmm. and also on our website. What's your handle? Shophouse Co. Mm. Drop the end. So, it's mm. Shophouse Co. And you can find most information about Podscape. All right. Okay. So, we'll see you guys next week. Stay mm-hmm. safe, everybody. Mm-hmm. We'll see you soon. Bye. 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 Next station, Bukit Bajang Turk.